Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. It's been a while, I hope you all had a good holiday break. I know I did and I hope you did too. First things first, Happy New Year. I hope 2022 is going to be a great year for all of us. I'm erring on the side of caution given everything that's been happening. So just want to say, carrying on with the rest of season two, I've got a lot planned this year and good news is I've got a new mic, an excellent Christmas present. So just to say, I, I hope the sound quality is a lot better this time around and this mic is good. If not, let me know, I'll switch back, but I hope this mic is good, it looks good, it's picking up the sound a lot better than my old way of making episodes. So here we go, I hope this works. Let's begin. My second year of university was perhaps one of the worst years of my life. Now, I went out and partied and it was just full of mistakes, things that could have easily been corrected. And in all my years of living, it was perhaps the year I stunned myself and almost did something stupid. Around the time I had met Hugh Laurie, not THE Hugh Laurie, but he was a med student. And as if you recall from my previous episodes, I give my exes a pseudonym because even though we don't talk, their lives have changed. I give them a level of privacy. We met at a party, he was a friend of a friend, and it was a very simple cliche meeting, we met at a party, uh, pre-drinks, a mutual friend's house, that kind of story. Long story short, we met, we dated, we were together for a little bit, and then we broke up. Why we broke up? Well, it happened over Easter. I met him in February, we got together quite quickly, and then we broke up in Easter. I was packing my room ready to go visit him, because you see, he didn't live near me, my hometown, nor did he live near my university town. He lived in a town up north, and it was quite a bit away from me, so I had to get a coach to get there. But I was prepared to do it, and we had discussed it, and I would stay at his, and all would be well, it would be fine. Around this time, between say January till April, I had wanted and had applied to go on a year abroad, I was pushing for it. The problem was is that a lot of people had heard back around February and the usual cutoff point was by February, the end of February, latest maybe beginning of March. At this point it was the end of March, early April and I hadn't heard back. I just assumed I wasn't going and was preparing to finish my second year, then go to my final year and then just graduate. So I just carried on with life. Over the Easter break, as I was packing my room, I was home in, in the south of the UK, getting everything ready, I receive an email. Dear Nico, we are pleased to announce your acceptance into the year abroad programme. Ah! Immediately, I began texting my friends and my parents, calling my mother, texting my best friends, and yes, stemming from my superstition in series one about supermarkets, my best friend was at the supermarket when I called her. And as I was scrolling of who to tell the good news to, who's next on the list to tell, I saw his name on my phone, Hugh Laurie. Fuck. Long story short then, to me even simplify it further, I went to visit him and then we broke up and I cried all the way back home. It was done. It hurt, but it was done. I don't like to dwell on this too much as it's sad, but I was about to begin a whole new adventure. It was the end of August and it was one of those warm nights. A week before I was due to fly out, I was saying goodbye to my friends. A few of my friends were throwing almost little leaving drinks for me. Have a great time. I'll hope to see you. Maybe I'll come out and visit you. All those, ex you know, those excitable feelings and and things like that. And as I went home for one of the final times, packed my things not to go visit 
what is now an ex-boyfriend or anything but to start a new year in a different country i will admit i was still heavy in my heart as i went to the airport with a suitcase in hand my parents and i boarded a plane i was full of excitement and joy and hope but with a tinge of sadness that weighed on my heart and as we took off and as we landed into france i didn't realize that i was actually home something about there felt like home the city was mine and i'd never been there before the city of Lyon became my home and yes it had its ups and downs but i was home and i'd never been there until the day i landed and little did i know the first day of pure change occurred within me i was in the city with my parents for the first week walking around doing all the touristy things looking at places eating i was spending my my 21st birthday in Lyon. my parents celebrated it early and then when i left i was on my own it wasn't a bad thing on the last day my parents left leaving me in my dorm and it was a nice dorm a very compact space but it had a bathroom and a shower i had a small fridge everything was fine but i was alone i was on my own and no one could help me i was lucky enough to bump into a friend in orientation who was from my home university but i didn't know where he lived i couldn't text him or contact him quickly because it's expensive texting at that time we didn't have internet access so easily i would have to find a restaurant with free wi-fi to gain internet access texts cost money i didn't have my french number yet all these little things they add up it takes time it takes money so i was on my own and sooner or later i went to the university it was my first day i had to be there for orientation and i got there early and it was funny because on that first day i started at university there i I made some lifelong friends. I went to a university and through chance I was just talking to people I met. Kate, Dylan, Robbie, voices you've heard before. Forgive me for the name calling out. Uh, I'll be listing a lot of people. It'll be Elise, Mackenzie, Sid, Nick, Ellie, Ethan, Justin, John, a person who came with me from home. So many names of people. I Kate, there were two Kates in fact. So many people. I'm entirely grateful for that day are in my life and we talk and we still chat to this day and I miss them all dearly all close to my heart and I could be here for hours naming so many of them but as our first day finished and we left this old tobacco factory which turned out to be the university a conversion building we went to the canteen we met everyone we explored the classes of language literature law French language history business and many more we departed and I went back to my dormitory in Jean Jaurès I was on my own because I didn't know anyone yet that lived in my complex took my key opened my red door closed it locked it leant back against the door went to my knees and I began crying to myself and despite having great days I couldn't help but think what have I done like what have I actually done I've just packed up my stuff and moved almost forsaking everything I thought I wanted and in a way I almost wanted to give up but I couldn't do it. It was a strange feeling of, I want to be here. The feeling of missing Hugh Laurie depreciated less and less. There was nobody I really missed back home. Not in a 
like in terms of a romantic sense of course I missed my friends and family but I wasn't pining for anyone back home and I didn't know this city yet I didn't know what to do I didn't know where to quite go yet what if I needed clothes what if I needed to do this what if I you know where are the closest supermarkets do I have to keep going here did I make the right choice should I have stayed in the UK with Hugh Laurie and my family and finished my degree what have I done where am I going to go what am I going to do this is a nightmare why did I do this and in my own hysterics I took a minute had something to eat and went to bed. Funnily enough, the next day, that morning, was officially my 21st birthday. And I had an exam that morning to test my French fluency. And then the whole cohort of the year abroad kids, we were finished for the day. But there was something about that night. My friend John organised a cake and a few friends of mine, or newfound friends of ours, to go and sit on the top of the most beautiful well in my opinion what is the most beautiful spot of the entire city in my opinion i still maintain just in front of the basilica overseeing the entire city as the sun was setting my ideas became clearer my thoughts became clearer the people around me the laughter the joy just realized that in a few short days i've made a new home We went to a bar afterwards and I generally thought to myself, maybe I can do this. And over the next few weeks, I got into the swing of things. I began going to my classes and enjoying myself. I made friends and we went out for dinners, drinks, exploring museums, exploring new cities. We studied together, we took trips, we went out and I began making a new life for myself. Not only did I grow, but I grew up. I learned to properly take care of myself. I learned to adapt. I learned to think more on the cuff and also plan further in time. But when I say I grew up, I just like to put a disclaimer in that I don't think I'll ever fully grow up and I don't intend to. But the one night that cemented it, that I knew I was in a happier place and in a better position of life or had made the best decision of my life, it was late September and it was a friend of ours birthday Sid and we went to this bar somewhat hidden in the city of Lyon you had to go through a few side roads but it was on an obvious without sounding bizarre it was in an obvious side road going through all the architecture the just in the warm autumn night we went and I couldn't believe it we were there dancing and there was this one gentleman playing on this guitar singing songs ranging from pop to Disney classics and we all just danced and drank and had a good time and we were the last ones to stay in that bar throughout the night and as we were being slowly told to leave we needed to figure out how we were going to round out about 20 to 30 of us out of this one bar and the idea was to exit via a conga line so a line formed of about 30 of us say roughly between 20 and 30 of us just going around the bar slowly heading to the exit and as we were leaving the staff were laughing at us they were quite you know at us but in a funny way of well that's one way to exit it was Sid's birthday and collectively as a small group we all agreed that it was probably one of the best nights in the entirety of living in Lyon even when it got to our final stage read it was the best night ever and I was so grateful for that I couldn't stop smiling I had so much joy in my heart and I knew from then on it was not going to be bad it was perhaps one of the greatest nights ever I got to dance on stage with friends I got to hang out with some weird guitarist who is actually a nice guy I just relaxed and it was a very difficult thing for me to do then 
and I just couldn't stop smiling. Even this, even thinking about the story has me smiling. In this new city with new people from all over the world, we had different ways of thinking and laughing and joking and how we spoke and thought and our slang and everything. We had different levels of French, so discussing, you know, do we get a bottle of wine or do we just get one beer or who pays for what and it just all the little things just didn't matter because we were having such a good time i was just so grateful for it and to this day cannot believe how grateful i am to everyone and through the night as we all walked home as the metros weren't working we all slowly took you know safely made it home and the moment we got connected to any form of internet or got a good signal we just texted each other are you home is everyone safe and we slept with smiles on our faces knowing that it was probably one of the best nights ever and I for one couldn't stop smiling as, as I've repeated before but my but to my listeners I think you're probably wondering what's the moral of this story what is it that you know of everything you wish you knew what is the regret here well I'll reset the scene in this sense. Deep down, I did miss you, Laurie. Prior to going to this year abroad, there was a moment where I was prepared to give it all up until a friend of mine looked at me as if she was about to slap me and or kill me. I wasn't sure which one. And she said to me, you've wanted this longer than you've been with him. And it's not a small decision of choosing a chocolate bar, which you can always go back and buy later. It is you choosing a life move and while we broke up and i was really sad i read something i think it was on tumblr looking back or some form of blog and it really resonated with me and i'm probably paraphrasing if you want to do a year abroad or go to university or continue your education and better yourself then don't wait for anybody else don't have anybody hold you back and i think it's also something almost michelle obama echoes in her speech it's something along the lines you know if i stayed with the first guy i was with i wouldn't be married to the president of the united states that similar mantra of like there is no person or boy in my case boy that's worth giving up my dreams especially at that age you know my early 20s and if they were going I'm glad we broke up and you know it was sad that he didn't even offer the we can try long distance I understood it's not for everybody and I can understand that but it was reassuring to know that I deep down I'd made the right decision because it was nights like Sid's birthday that really humbled me and saying yes there is no man and I say this with like inverted commas there is nobody worth giving up my dreams for if I've wanted them longer in this sense yes things happen to us in life and I'm not going to disregard that but in terms of you know a boy I'd only known for about six weeks he wasn't worth it and to this day I'm grateful that he broke up with me I'm grateful everything ended because I got to enjoy a whole new set of experiences that I wouldn't have done so without him and also thanking my friend for knocking some sense into me there was nobody at 21 if I stayed with that boy I would have just graduated and been dull and boring in my opinion. I needed that experience to just give me a bit more umph in my life for lack of a better word or that kind of you know spice or that complete and utter change in perspective in life and feeling. So I have no regrets. The thing I wish I knew sooner was that I shouldn't have cried on the way back home. I should have been relieved that we ended because I got to live this experience without having to worry about him in the back of my mind. I'm glad I got to experience all these new things. So, I mean, I wish anybody out there in long-term relationships of high school and university, 
If you're still happy, go for it. But don't forget to keep growing. You can grow together. It's not impossible. And you know, you have people who are high school sweethearts, university sweethearts, and so forth. But don't limit yourself for another person. If that person is truly good to you, they will push you further and support you in any way they can. You can give advice. You can give opinions but the decision is ultimately down to you and sometimes walking away from the easy option is hard but will pay off in the long run and I learned that because there was no boy at 21 for me anyway that was worth sticking around for and I say that with a hand on heart approach you know I for me it was just not worth it and I was very as corny as this sounds I know it sounds bizarre one of the reasons I called this episode new romantics well, there's two reasons, I should say. There was the Taylor Swift song, which I think is probably one of my favourite songs on her 1989 album. And it just harks back to my entire time in Leon. And also it is those those years for me, say from about 20 to say 22, were those years of romanticism, a feeling of being capable to do anything and everything. And I think I still have it. I think we all do. We can still achieve those things. We can achieve what we want. We can take those risks now. And it's easier to, in some ways, in some retrospect. I know everyone is different and has different life circumstances. So I can't say we can all have the same experiences. But when you're young, there is a limitless feeling. When I was younger, there was certainly a limitless feeling. And it comes in peaks and troughs now. But that's what we were. I think we were the new romantics. It was, you know, all of us gathering, discussing what life is like like in the US, Canada, France, Italy, Germany, Australia, Austria, China, Japan, Korea, all over the world we were just sitting and discussing and bouncing ideas off each other and life experiences and it reminded me of how different and similar we all are. It's one of the reasons I almost I started this podcast because it turns out I also wasn't afraid at 15 or 16. English was my favourite subject and another person's favourite subject. I say English I mean literature. There are so many things that it turns out we shared and we're not so different and I learned that at 21 and a bit earlier and I just want to remind the world and everyone if I can don't limit yourself and if you're sitting there thinking oh I don't have that experience I don't have that ability to do that well join a local club if you can take a chance you know say hello to that person in the cafe you might not have the same degree of the experience I had but you can make your own adventure in little ways it's just reaching out because sometimes we have to look for adventure in the ordinary and that's not necessarily a bad thing I only lived there for a year I couldn't continue living like that forever but the lessons I took from it I grew with it I went with it I guess everything I wish I knew there is no boy cute enough Hugh Laurie enough to make me stay behind and give up my dreams and if he really in some ways yes he cared about me to break up with me to experience that but also you know a good partner would support you regardless so there's two ends to that and don't over romanticize your life but just take a minute sit back and just appreciate how good we've got it in some ways or how the little things in your day make it better because it isn't necessarily going out and traveling the world sometimes it is just going to a cafe having a sip of uh, hot chocolate or a tea and just enjoying the world and just take a minute 
and enjoy that because I think the older we get it's so easy to get lost in it all so take a minute guys relax and I'll see you in two weeks thank you for being so patient and I think it kind of goes without saying but I do want to dedicate this episode and the next episode to all of my Erasmus friends that I made in Lyon and all the people who have been involved in this podcast because it was those people who shaped my experiences to inspire me to deliver this so I'm grateful to all of you so again I'll see you in two weeks. Take care, everyone. Bye.